Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey, it's Herbert. Mm-hmm. And you're listening to the About Last Night podcast, you slippery little son of a bitch. called facetune apps that i didn't even know that girls use and then there'll be advertisements now on them the way that if you're just talking about like you know who's probably got a huge wang hollow notes and then all of a sudden you want to go see hollow notes live will pop up on facebook for sure and then it'll be like you want a fucking bigger cock and you're like this facebook's truly listening i know i have friends that will literally while you're in the bathroom will take your phone and just go anal beads anal beads anal beads (laughs) anal beads into the microphone and then you're just flipping through instagram like what the fuck happened? Yeah, or you're at Thanksgiving and pulling up some photos on AirPlay on your mom's TV, and all of a sudden it's just like ad for for days of beats. And your uncle's like, those are terrible. Those We had to go to the hospital with those. Remember that, Jim? They're supposed to glow in the dark. Heads up, they don't. Not, not after the first time, anyway. Granted, you know, it was Taco Tuesday. We It was poorly planned on our, yeah, on our yeah. part, but... Uh. Thank God for rubber sheets. Who's That's it? all I'm saying. <laughs> Who, by the way, is not poorly planning when anal beads are involved? I feel like there's <laughs> never a, like, the whatever the excursion or event was that, that the beads were, uh, were designed around is never going to end without somebody being like, do you know where he is or where she, like, somebody's getting lost or, you know, someone's getting accused of murder. I just feel like anal beads has a lot of negative connotations. And I say this, by the way, not ever... Uh, Having experimented with them? experimented with them, but also this COVID's getting me a lot closer to just throwing caution to the wind on see, all fronts. See, on my on my experience, most of the time when people talk about anal beads, it's been a positive experience. Oh, shit, do tell. Yeah, but again, I'm not from Seattle, no, so I don't not. know. I feel like when the days are grayer, darker <laughs> things happen. <laughs> Well, people skip from beads, I think, to uh, to suicide probably a lot quicker. Yeah. Uh, if the days get too dark up in the Northwest. But also... But also, know- if you're thinking about suicide, try anal beads. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what was missing. <laughs> There's no better uh, <laughs> commercial. Just, I mean, because if you're going to end it, you might as well knock it off your list. I wonder how much... Yeah, that would... I mean, when I've had some dark days, and not, you know, heading down that track, but... But really being like, what can pick me up out of my gloom? Mm-hmm. I'm usually like, <clears throat> you know, exercise, music, work even. Um, but anal beads is probably at least 30 things down the list. But, but as long as it's there. <laughs> is there is their motto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> before suicide. That's what anal beads, the guy who came up with them goes, dude, people aren't going to go out of the way to get these. <laughs> but no one they can get them. Yeah. And knowing that it's something that they can do before they 
kill themselves is all we want to be known for. For sure. We're you like a seatbelt cutter. You're probably not going to use us. But man, if you need us, you're yeah. going to be glad you had us. What if you, about five review pages deep, there's a testimonial like, I was on the brink, bro. It was just me and the My Chemical Romance box set. And I thought I was going to end it. And yeah. then I tried anal beads. And then my friend Cheryl came over. Oh, yeah. With, and now uh, I'm back with my band. Oh, yeah. All the good things that come from it, aside from just keeping your heart beating. Yeah. It's just, man. Got a haircut. I just have a new anal bead perspective on life. <laughs> Where it's just like, yeah. life is great. Now, how many can you, and for the viewers at home, we will transition to other topics of convo. But but if you're going to talk about anal beads, you should open with it. <laughs> and also peel back all the layers. Yeah, because what's going to lead into that? <laughs> and also, what, there's just, you're doing yourself a disservice to not... I think about it too, like if you are at a uh, you know a social gathering or a barbecue that you weren't invited to, and you're the plus one, and you find yourself in a you know, and you're real good at this, where you can just chum it up with anyone about anything. And let's say the conversation leads heavily towards beads, right? Who's going to be the first? But we're talking like I'm talking arts and crafts beads. Oh, okay. Who's going to be the first one to be like? Because I feel like I would venture to assume nine out of ten people hear the word beads. And again, this sounds like the guy who created the company. When they hear beads, they immediately go, anal? And then, you know, someone's going to play devil's advocate and, and go, well, no, there's, I think they're probably thinking of, like, necklaces and, like... But both are equally as weird. Yeah. That's the problem. Like, yeah, yeah. the people that deal in beads definitely shove stuff up their buttholes. <laughs> like, they're always, like, like, the hippy-dippy. Yeah. They've definitely been to, like, six Bonnaroos. Yeah, six... <laughs> They follow. Couple, uh, they follow Dead and Co. They're they not to, happy about Mayor, but they're dealing with it. <laughs> they went to Burning Man, uh, Burning Man just to like get a new uh, pair of shorts but, from this guy that has a van with shorts in it. But yeah, but they used to go back in the day before it got super corporate. Yeah, yeah. Those are the people that deal in beads, and you know, especially at Burning Man, they're like, yeah, let's shove some stuff up my butt. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, my buddy from college, his family uh, owned or still owns a bead shop. Really? And uh, again, it was the first thing that I would, uh, you know, go in there in college and we, uh, just to get some beads. And I yeah. remember. For your friendship bracelets? And yeah, whatnot. for whatever it was. For I when think you I... were going to your DMB shows? <laughs> yeah. uh, this one's for Carter. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he. Uh... You got one dread with a bead on it <laughs> yeah, for Carter yeah, Beaufort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember him saying like, he's like, yeah, some weirdos come in here. I was like. No shit. Yeah, I would think it's a beat shop, man. Yeah, right. Exclusively, like there's gotta be like you've gotta have like you know your sideburns uh, sideburns must be this thick before you can enter the store. Like things that you're just like when you see people, you know, at the grocery store or wherever. And I even saw this infomercial uh, on TV the other day for this guy that was like a, a car accident attorney uh, slash like plastic surgery attorney so he was like have you been in an accident and your face got fucked up and like or have you did you something happen to your face and you tried to fix it and they fucked it up but the guy who was like giving the whole spiel looked like he had uh, it was a wig but the sideburns were so big his face looked like the face of like like in face off when Travolta and Cage switched yeah if that just went horribly wrong <laughs> that's what this guy looked like but so was, like if the doctor for that did the original Joker did it oh yeah 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 he was like, 
<laughs> he looked like a Batman villain doctor. And uh, but anyway, so um, so I'm wondering if when people hear beads, how many just immediately go to go to anal? But well, I think if the marketing department is doing their job, everyone, everyone, yeah. Um, how are you? I'm great, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad to be out of the apartment. When you were like, do you want to do this digitally? I'm like, no, I'll risk the COVID. Okay, good, yeah. At what point did you say I'll risk risk the COVID? I, I felt that pretty early. Uh, well, actually, maybe a, a month and a half in. And then, but that's also when I, when it looked like things were maybe on the upswing to like being somewhat under control. But, uh, but now, I mean, you know, I know you and I both are among a few that have traveled. Yeah. Which, uh, I just want to get your take on that even from the get go. Were you like, cause some clubs I think are doing it right. Some unfortunately are in cities that aren't doing it right. That so- are just like, fuck science. <laughs> Yeah. I'm a history guy anyway, and yeah. I'm going to be on the right side, baby. But also, I don't really, I didn't really pay attention in history. It's more about my history or yeah. like my perception of yeah. what it might have been. Like my uh, Firefox history, right? <laughs> uh, Which I delete every day so my wife doesn't see it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I think everyone, and I, the amount of posts I see from comics that are posting old pictures and like, can't wait for this. I mean, people are, are losing their shit and... I, I just always had faith that like it's gonna be at some point. Obviously, our choice to go out, but that clubs, however many, will be in a position to do it right and make it safe. And then it's like, yeah, there are some things that the 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 fact that it is different from what it was before. I think is what some people just don't even want to participate in. Well, I feel that this is we've never been in a greater time to be not that successful, which is right where I'm at. Because it's like, these were about as many people that were going to show up anyway. We just not took true. all the empty tables out. Not true. I guess you're right. But yeah, You crush and you sell out. But, uh, but the, there's, but there is, yeah, you're, do you, did you even have though a thought of like, I, uh, I'll just wait until this all gets better? Or were you like, I'm definitely going to be at the front of the line because- you know, uh, you, me, and Brad uh, have a, a, a killer agent that is on the front lines of, like, yeah. knowing everything and everybody and being like, fucking, if you want to make it happen, let's make it happen, which is great. Uh, I was ready just because I know you can be as secluded as you want. Like, even before pandemic, like, there were comics that you never talked to the audience, never saw anybody, walked in the back door. So I knew it was a possibility. Right. And first place I did was Tempe, and they were... <laughs> Uh, like a military about it. Like they walked me to the stage. They walked me off the stage to my car, like made sure everyone had, had masks on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's nobody there. Hey guys, comedian Adam right here. Hope you're enjoying this episode of the About Last Night podcast. Boy, I got to tell you, I've been feeling good lately. And the reason why? Koi CBD. That's right. Back in the game feeling like my best self. Look, Koi CBD is the best CBD company in the business. I don't care what you hear from other people, other comics, Koi CDB, CBD. See, I got so much BBD, CBD inside me, I ain't even fucking talking right. You know why? Because I slept well on the Koi CBD gummies. That's right, they've got everything from tinctures to bath bombs to gummies. Uh, they got a skincare line coming soon. They got hand sanitizer during these times. It's very important. So, what you want to do, if you want to start feeling like your best self, you want to take some Koi CBD bombs, put them in the bath, okay? What? Yeah, come on in. Jackson, I'm doing an ad for my podcast. Can you say hi? Hello. 
No. Say, I use CBD gummies. I eat CBD gummies. From Koi. From Koi. Koi's the best. Koi's the best. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel good. I feel like my best self. I feel my best self. Look at these muscles. Look at these muscles. Kiss them. If you get Koi CBD right now, you go to KoiCBD.com, promo code about last night, and you get 20% off your first order. That's incredible. Bath bombs, tinctures, skincare, hand sanitizer, gummies. They've got everything. They're my favorite. It's who I use. So start using it for you too. I can't recommend these guys enough. They're homies and all this shit works. Jackson, say 20% off. 20% off. If you use the promo code about last night. If you use the promo code about last night. About last night. About last night. Show them those guns again. Kiss them. Enjoy the rest of the episode. I have eczema. <laughs> it's a double whammy. I can't run really. I can't go outside. I used to be able to fuck, and now that's out. Aidsma. Oh God. Definitely a band I would go see. <laughs> it's a tool cover band for sure. <laughs> yeah. Gage, you back up. Yep, I just got it started again. There was something weird with the disc here, but I got it. All good. good now. Did we lose all the anal bead stuff? No, no, it just it just stopped it where it was. Just oh, a, great. a few okay. seconds. Because we can ago. recreate it. Yeah. <laughs> Anal beats part two. Definitely keeping this in, by the way, because I want people to know how concerned I was <laughs> about the anal beats dialogue. Um, so okay, so you said Arizona was they were militant. Yeah. Walked me in, walked me out. Uh, Temperatures, staff with masks and gloves. Everybody super spaced out. Uh, both in distance, and they were high, which is my normal audience. Yeah. And How much of your audience is truly baked? Uh, like, like, can you look out and see it? Do you? I mean, is it like? I mean, normally I'm pretty high, yeah. so it's like. Uh, actually, that's not true. I used to I used to go out pretty baked. Like, I used to be the guy that was like, "They're calling my name, dude. Hold that." Whoa. Uh, but that gets that can get weird, <laughs> a lot sooner than than it can get good. Yeah. And especially when you walk out and they go, "Oh, he's fucking baked," and you're like, "Oh, well, shit." <laughs> I thought I wore it well. I it, guess not. Yeah, I was gonna say it does. It's cool if you. But do do you say you're baked during the show? No. Gotcha. No, no, not at all. I, I think that is important because, yeah, unless it is truly a fucking room full of stoners. But then at that point too, you're like, all right, how much is really getting through? Are they just laughing at sounds and faces? Oh yeah. Uh, but I remember the first few times I would get high on stage because I wanted to think I could do it. And once it was awesome. These were both the haha, and uh, and once was, I mean, I didn't second guess everything or anything, and, and I just was fucking crushing. It was maybe only about forty people, but it was just a, a, a the most fun I've ever had. And I was like, wow, I'm gonna. But I was also scared because I was like, I'm gonna do this a lot because it yeah, was yeah. awesome. I was the right amount of high. Literally a week later, got way too high at a friend's house, had the set, and I was like, and they're, you sure you're gonna go do your show? I was like, dude, I'm fine, man. <laughs> Slept on Porter's bathroom floor about a month ago and dude, recovered from that. And so uh, I get up there, and literally, I'm stumbling through my first joke so much. And now there's eight people, so it's just even more apparent because it's quieter. You feel the eyeballs more with this eight because you're looking at all 16 yeah. eyes. And uh, And at one point, I was like, and so, man, I was at a, uh, the grocery store um, uh, for the, uh, so, okay, so you guys know, yeah, just that. And some guy just goes, oh, man. And I go, I go, oh, this guy. 
okay, it's already like, what do you, what sort of crowd work is that going to be? And then he goes, I go, I go, what's up, man? What do you, what, what's up with you? And he's like, dude, you're so fucked up. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then everybody kind of took a beat and laughed. And then it was just like, all right, let me try to get through like this one thing I wanted to. And they, and so acknowledging it helped a little, but it didn't make them want to support me anymore. They were just kind of like, yeah. Well, fuck, man. Like, Thanks for being super professional, dick. <laughs> exactly. And dude. it's also, but also, it's like, hey, man, there's eight people here. <laughs> How sober do you want me to be yeah, for this? It's a Wednesday in January. Because if I'm super sober for this, I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah. going to cry a lot. How do you get your brain to, was it a, just a, from smoking enough to your brain? You just know the right amount? Is it the certain type of weed? Because that's what I've always been wanting to do is, you know, if I'll get some from a place you've recommended or or in a different city and I'll a couple hits of something and I'm like, wow, that was I'm writing that into the through the weekend because I was just on such a good buzz and I didn't feel out of control, but I felt still very um, you know, uh, articulate with, with my words. Uh but also that could be your perception. You could have gone up there and been like <laughs> farts. <laughs> beep, 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 you guys think when people hear beads, they think of anal or yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That was my perception. And it fucking you're just <laughs> I know, you're right. Um, okay, so so AZ was dope, and the North Carolina you just went to was great. Uh, also spaced out. Uh, I tried to wait for the because there's only one exit. I tried to wait for the audience to leave. Yeah, and then I'd walk around the back, and a couple times I got overzealous and left too early, and they were still waiting for Ubers, and they're like, "Hey, can we get a picture?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, just keep your distance," and they'd be like, "Cool." And then right before the photo, they'd be like, Ha-ha! "Yeah, dude," and I'd be like, "All right, well, you got me." <laughs> Too cool. There was a guy with no mask in Minnesota this weekend, and, and his two friends had masks. And I'm talking to them with the mask after the show, and uh, and he and and I uh, he reached out to shake my hand. I go, I go, I'll give you a bow. He goes, Oh, really, man? And I go, Yeah, dude. Yeah, you're not worth it. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, like for sure, you know. And you're like, you're just a guy. You you already like you're not wearing a mask. Your two friends are. Yeah, like everything about what you're doing is just like. Like at the bare men after I, you know, like what? And he and he was like, "You're gonna be like that. You're one of those guys, huh?" I go, "Yeah, yeah, man." Like, and also again, like, you're, I don't know where the fuck you've been. And he's like, "I don't know where you've been." I go, "Exactly, exactly." Which is why I'm fucking covered up. Also, are you a doctor? Yeah. No. Then I think I'm gonna hold court here. Oh, and anybody that's like really bummed out about giving a bow, it's like, also you're re- like, what were you really? Was a handshake that like? Yeah. I don't know, man. Like it, it makes you and look back and go, yeah, we like we didn't even need to be doing that much. There's no difference between this and this, by the way. No, you're still. It's just some sort of like physical acknowledgement, right? Like yeah. even if we just start going to the the fucking get the head bump back, like that's what's wrong with that. Meanwhile, there were four beautiful women in San Diego that pulled up in a cart with no mask, and they're like, "You want to go party?" And I was like, <laughs> "Absolutely." It's risk reward. Bro. They're like, put your elbows away. Yeah. Put your elbows yeah. away. Put your face. <laughs> I just coughed all over my bosoms. Put your face there. Here's a mask for you. I'd 13 yeah. days later, I'd be coughing, going, to- still worth it. I know. There's got to be people out there that have been, uh, you know, introduced to such scenarios, and uh, they're like, fuck it. I'm, yeah. you know, because you hear about, like, the high school kid that goes to some COVID party, which I think those are the parties where... A kid got tested negative, and then everyone went to celebrate him getting tested negative. Is that what? Or it's a kid that got it, and then was like, 
I'm fucking, I got it. And they're just dumb dumbs that are like, yeah. Like, cause some people think it's like an, ex- like, like, I even heard girls in Minnesota talking about how they were pissed. They're jealous that one of their friends got it. I mean, these were true, true bottom of the barrel dumb dumbs <laughs> that were like, I just like, I don't know. She got, she, she literally goes, she got engaged. Now she's got COVID. And I was, I just want to lean over and be like, those two aren't. Those aren't the same types of like achievements. No. And uh, also, th- both can turn out horribly. <laughs> yeah, P.S. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see how both of those are in a month and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, yeah, I, but they were just like, yeah, she gets everything. And, and their friend was like, I know it's fucked up, but I just feel like I know so many people that have it. And I like don't. And that's like, and I have to stay. Like, if I just had, I could be around them. And I was just like, oh, there's just, you just, you know. So if the COVID party's for that, but so this kid got it and then got his dad sick, but, but, then he in this article he was saying how dope the party was and I was like, that's that risk reward thing where where people are just his dad I, I got so sick but he but and in the thing he's like yeah my dad got so sick but like if my dad knew like what was at this party and I was yeah. like I can't believe I'm reading this that the kid was ludicrous showed up to the party bro <laughs> my dad's would have understood he knows who Ludacris is. He thinks Ludacris is actually DMX but dude he knows that fucking genre yeah and he's. He's the only. He's like one of them that he likes. <laughs> he's the. He loves Fast and Furious. He loves the MTV reboot of Fear Factor. Um, Sometimes when he wakes up from a nap, he just goes Luda. <laughs> he's crazy. Many who attend COVID parties are competing to see who can catch the virus first. Holy fucking Let him. shit! Let him. No, have you ever like? Haven't you always like wished all the stupid people would catch something? <laughs> We're yeah. here. I know, dude. It's happening. <laughs> Just sit back and live the dream. I I'll know. tell you what. This whole pandemic thing has not bothered me in the least. I didn't really miss stand-up, to be honest with you. You didn't? No. I've yeah. been doing this shit for 15 years. Yeah. 40 weeks a weekend. Yeah. 40 weekends a year. And it's just like, man, I could use three months off. I know. It is nice. And luckily, it was at a time when I was had enough money. Yeah. And so... But now it's fun to get back. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's also hard to write because what are you going to write about? What are you doing? That's what uh, I was talking with the, uh, my opener in Minnesota about it. And, and I was like, well, thankfully, I you know went through my stepmom's hospice. So thanks for the 10 minutes. But um, no, that was, yeah. But but honestly, it was yeah. fucking, I got a lot of, I got a lot. I mean, I went through so much that it was like, I, I don't know how much I would have talked about it. I would have somewhat, but because, yeah, like, it was a big chunk of my quarantine so far. Yeah. That it was like, well, if I am going to write, then a lot of it should come out of something that I've been doing and that's been not just, like, man, going to the grocery store is weird now, you know? Yeah, yeah. But look at you without the mask, you know? Also, not every comic just had their stepmom in hospice. hospice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Specific things that are personal, I yeah. think, always go to the forefront of It's like any quarantine about. joke you've written... No matter how great it is, someone else probably wrote it too. I know, right? Just because what the fuck else were they doing? Like Brad, dwarf Asian baby, probably the only one going into a pandemic. That being said, I've been doing that shit all over the country, <laughs> and it doesn't pay, It doesn't play. I don't yeah. know if I'm just doing the emphasis wrong. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> Are you saying Asian dwarf baby or dwarf Asian baby? No, I'm saying Asian dwarf baby. <laughs> I think my you emphasis is too wrong. hard, man. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I wish that the people that just don't give a fuck would like, if they could, you know, get on a big, 
plane or a boat together and just because clearly they just it, it's never going to change. Like, yeah, there's people that I've heard from friends that are like their folks were super Trumpy and then they've just kind of seen the light and come back to reality and been like, man, I fucked up. I did not think it was going to be like this. Yeah, but I wish they would get on a bus, too. But then there'd be like four people at my Christmas. <laughs> Because, like, almost mine, like, we went to the Ozarks. Oh, shit. Like, I'm going into all the hot spots. I'm just, I'm not trying to get it, but I'm just, you know, testing the waters. But, no, we had a vacation planned, and most of my family is pretty educated. And they're like, yeah, we're wearing masks. And then, of course, I got one cousin that's just... No, man, you don't need to wear them. I'm like, you're 22. What the fuck do you know? What do you know, dude? You've maybe... God, what do, what do you know at 22? Uh, that my dick gets hard when I don't want it to still. <laughs> and that Jägermeister is the greatest shit ever. <laughs> That's about it. That's about it. And bitches be crazy. <laughs> and women be shopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Well, that that's also... And you would think even more so during this time that that there'd be when you do have more downtime and less things at your disposal that you would like actually pay more attention to like, Oh fuck. How can I, you know, it's clearly, this is all fucked. Yeah. How, what can I do to make sure that things kind of get back on track? But then I do know people that, uh, what are you going to do? Run for Congress? Are you going to run for president? I, I mean, that's a terrible idea. I know. I see people that are just straight up every week. Like they're people that are just, you know, I hate watch their Instagrams. I don't know how I met them through life, but yeah. they're just living a great. Every weekend's on a different boat or at a different beach party, a rooftop something. Yeah, and and I'm watching it, and it's like there's been no change. But then I think there was like every now and then there'll be a post like, you know, uh, of them in a mask on a rooftop party. But then the next like the next six stories are them just taking shots, and then everyone's in a hot tub. And it, <laughs> don't get me wrong, it's. Great content, but um, I wonder how Dan Bilzerian's handling this. Oh, I found out a lot of those girls are paid. That doesn't surprise me. I don't See, know why I was about to lose it. that ruins it for me completely. It does, huh? I thought he just had a harem of chicks around him because he was awesome. Yeah, because he was like the new Hugh Hefner. And he's just the built dude yeah. that just is around With guns and guns. fireworks and tits and booze and snacks. Yeah, and he's just a guy that has a fucking black book of chicks that's like, hey, Brittany, you want to come over? No, they're all they're all making like thirty bucks an hour. Wow! How do I become a Bilzerian chick? Uh, you got to put out <laughs> for thirty bucks an hour. <laughs> oh, sign me up! Uh, those last two pics are him. With I just bet one he's girl. a really nice guy. I saw though. him at the comedy store once. Yeah, and I was like starstruck, like I saw Tom Hanks. Oh, really? Yeah, because I just I I was maybe a month into following him. And I was just like, who the fuck is this? I didn't know that a guy like this... Also, he had, like, full-on Michael Bay production-level Instagram promos of his hangouts. Like, literally be like, we went to the Galapagos Islands. And then it'd just be, like, fucking overhead drone shots. Really? And then zooming in. It was, like, the beginning to, like, a reality show of people living on a boat. And then it would just be all these slow-mo shots. All the shots you want... In a fun one-minute Insta-feed video that is making you depressed about your life. You know what's funny about hanging out at the comedy store is I meet a bunch of people, and unless you're in a band from the 70s, yeah. I 
don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> oh, really? And so I've met a bunch of people, and they've just been like, what's up? I'm like, hey, I, bet, I met Paul Oakenfeld at the wow. Laugh Factory, and I asked him what he did. And Jay Davis lost his guy. Like, he couldn't yeah. have been more embarrassed in his life. Yeah. He was like, fucking Porter. I'm like, what? What's he do? <laughs> it could, I'm like, is he an elf? I don't understand. <laughs> and they're like, he's one of the most famous DJs on the planet. I'm like, like Rick D's or like Wicka, Wicka, Wicka. Like, <laughs> which one is it? 40 guy. Yeah. yeah. And Jason then I'm, I met a fighter. I could have met Dan. I could have had a beer with Blizzarian and not had a clue up probably until did. a week ago. From the back, he was like, how much are you? Oh, God damn it. Oh, you, oh, you just were on stage. What's up, man? Meanwhile, Tall Welkenfeld showed up. No one knew who the fuck she was. I was just like, hi. Yeah. How are you? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and now yeah, she won't talk to me. She thinks I'm a fucking weirdo. <laughs> which, no, fair enough. No way. Wait, who is the most? Because I want to talk about this. This I find this very uh Interesting, the amount of famous people that go to comedy clubs that people don't know about, that you'll have these runs with yeah. that you either know or don't know, and it's just so quick passing. I mean, whether it's Jim Carrey walking through scouting talent for for the Showtime show, which and even just seeing, but have you met someone or sat? You know, a lot of times for me, it's been getting off stage in the OR and they're sitting in the back, and I'll sit next to them and not realize it. That happened with Nelly. That happened with John Mayer. That happened with Dennis Quaid. Oh, really? Uh, Said what up to Nelly, got his email, asked him to do the podcast, no response. <laughs> and he told me, though, he, I get off stage, and he was with Chris Spencer, and I sit down, and he goes, he goes, that's funny shit, man. And Did I he have the Band-Aid on? I wish. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not here. It was um, improv stuff. But he okay. goes, uh, <laughs> he goes, uh, <laughs> oh, man. I was like, dude, just was say right here, anywhere. He cut himself? <laughs> he cut himself shaving? Yeah, yeah, that's funny. He goes, uh, funny shit, man. I look over, I go, thanks, man. I go, oh, Nelly. Yeah. Just said his name to his face. And he goes, what's that, man? And I was like, oh, fuck. Fuck. Yeah. You're, you're, love you, man. And he was like, oh, thanks. And shot the shit and say he was with Chris Spencer. And then I go, just got to throw a Hail Mary here, man. Real quick. It's worked before. Sometimes it doesn't. And, and I asked him to do the podcast. He's like, man, I'm going through some shit with the IRS. Not really the time right now yeah. to be, uh, to be, you know, talking a lot. Yeah. And I was like, all good. We can avoid that. They and think I'm dead, actually. <laughs> I shouldn't even be I'm here. I'm going to be on the Grammy <laughs> Memorial run. Yeah. So I go, well, how about at least just give me the email and we'll, uh, we'll swap it up. I wonder if I have. I probably still do because I at least have my email that was sent to him. But why I thought to even do that was Andre 3000 I met at the Laugh Factory. He was in the uh, um, from Outcast, and he's in the uh, uh, crowd, and I see him. I get off. I tell the waitress. I go, tell him I'm going to get his drinks. He said, she goes, he said, thanks. Told you to stick around so he could say thanks, so I did. I ended up chatting with him. Emailed back and forth probably eight times. To really? Where I'm like, oh, this is happening. It's just a matter of time. He even said he had heard of the podcast, and he was like, fuck yeah, like blah, blah, blah. Like, and then uh, And then now it's just been radio silence. But it's like that thing of just... How many times do you do you follow up? But seeing these people live was such a crazy thing because, you know, like you in, in Kansas City, in Seattle, it's like I didn't grow up. Like, my famous people were like, first famous guy I met in Seattle was Steve Poole, the local weatherman. And oh, yeah. He, and that was, I met him at the aquarium, and he gave me a headshot. He had a headshot on him, <laughs> signed it, gave it to me. And I remember even, even at 10 being like, this oh, is fuck. weird. Yeah, yeah, dude, I mean. This is super even weird. Even the way he pulled it out, I remember was real It was real out of sexual. his pants. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just saying all people can see from the back is me in front of his pants. And I'm like, don't worry, it's a headshot. They're like, <laughs> don't say that. So Brad Williams and I were backstage at a Kid Rock show. Amazing. And Brad, not Did you Kid- know Kid Rock? Yeah, I know Kid Rock. Well. Yeah. 
Sure. He, he saw your comedy. That's how the friendship blossomed. Yeah, he found me on Netflix awesome. and then invited me on his cruise and showed up. I never met him. He showed up to a show I was at, like some rock show on the boat, and I just went and stood behind him. And like 10 minutes later, he goes, hey, you, I don't you, come here. And we've been friends ever since. Oh, my God. And so, Real quick, what is that cruise? What's the demo like? It is really rich white trash. It's bougie white trash. Wow. Yeah, they got a lot like of money. Honey Boo Boo? Or is that, that's not bougie, is it? No, 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 yeah. no. These are people that Probably are, now. Yeah, these are people that are like supporting Honey Boo Boo. Like okay, that, okay. that uncle Honey or whatever. Probably, they probably have money now, though, right? Like they have a four-door truck with nuts on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I do. Like, it's fully loaded, okay. but it's got nuts on it. <laughs> uh, but good, genuine, nice people. Sweet. Love to party. Love it. Like, that is the smallest venue that Kid Rock plays by a thousand percent. And people still, the night before his shows, would drag their beds up onto the deck, sleep in front of the stage Shut the fuck so up. that they would have front row. And then, you know, they'd sleep down there, and then one of their friends would drag it back down before the show But so they had their spot. Meanwhile, the people that showed up an hour before the show were two feet behind them. Anywho, <laughs> we're backstage. Brad's talking to Guy Fieri yep. or Fieri or what? He's no. going to Flavortown, whatever he's doing, <laughs> right? And this woman stands next to me, and we're kind of in the shadows a little yeah. bit. And she goes, "You got? Are you having a good time?" And I go, and I just kind of glance at her. I go, yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's fun. Are you having a good time? She's like, "Yeah." I go, "What's your name?" She goes, "Cindy," but I don't hear. Her. And I go, "I'm sorry, what was that?" And she looks at me like, "Are you fucking with me?" And I was like. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. She goes, it's Cindy. I'm like, all right. Dude walks up to the woman and goes, excuse me, can I get my picture with you? And she goes, of course. Steps into the light. It's fucking Cindy Crawford. And I was like, oh, oh Cindy. That one. Yeah, yeah. you got to be in context. If you're not on a poster on my bedroom wall, I don't know you. I have to yeah. see you where open, I know you from. Open with that. Like, you probably whacked it to me from 92 to 90 now. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, it, she still just dropped it gorgeous. Well, she does all... Now she found some... some uh, Human... Some, Stem cells, yeah, probably. Yeah. Because I think she's got Benjamin Button disease. Oh, dude. I saw these late night infomercials, was hooked. Not hooked enough to like to buy the product yeah. like like I did with the my pillow guy. But um, yeah, definitely bought that fucking piece of shit pillow. I'll say that ten times over. <laughs> Lindell, you fucking scam artist. Yeah. It's like sleeping on feet. <clears throat> so he Because uh, he literally puts his feet on it before every <laughs> pillow goes out. It's my pillow. It's my pillow. It's my pillow. <laughs> It feels like it and smells like it. I might add something to do with that last part. But he, uh, he, uh, you know, I got suckered in, but Crawford found some guy that, yeah, they put all the chemicals, whatever. It's basically, it's the, it's the most, it's the, the best well-produced infomercial for like, you tired of looking 60? You want to look 10 again? You know, like really. Yeah. And Cindy's got, she looks great. So you can't ask for a better spokesman. And then this doctor looks legit enough. He's not like a guy from Botched on E, where he looks like, you're like, I don't trust you, man. Like, you fucking look like you fucked up your own chin. But they have this people that are, uh, it just all adds up. So I wonder I if he get... did. I wonder if he just tried it at home. Like, he cut himself shaving. Like, ah, fuck. That'll never go back. <laughs> Time to sew a new chin. Uh, I'm going to call Gary. <laughs> yeah. So he can fix this. <laughs> Wait, what? Did you talk to her after that? Okay, so we literally sat behind them. 
uh, during the show. And it, I was dating this girl that was a model at the time. And Amazing. I was like, listen, uh, I would never normally do this, but the girl I'm dating is a model. And you're obviously Mount Rushmore style. Yeah. Can we, can you do it? She's like, absolutely. So we shoot this whole video where I'm like, wish you were here. She was like, hey, wish you were here, blah, blah, blah. Go to look at it. I had never switched it to video. What I'd done is taken a picture of half my face. And I was like, I'm not fucking asking her to redo it. That'll never happen. Why not? I just, I felt like yeah, a dick already. I and know. I, plus that story was way better. I felt like. Yeah, yeah. But her and her husband were there, who is Randy from. Quaid? No, Randy. With Johnson, the pitcher? The guy from, uh, not Dos Equis, the Casamigos guy. Fucking got a billion with Clooney, Randy. Jesus. And they're still in, they're just, you can tell they're just still in love. It's the worst. Like, they're just holding, they got their hands in each other's back pockets. Gross. And you're just like, fucking, and you got money? God, dude. What'd you, who were you in another life? <laughs> Do you think, yeah, they probably are that happy, right? It's, you look at you people like that be. and you go, you go, oh, there's probably some dark secrets. Like, what's going to come out? Like, when you're just the stem cell thing, that's got to be fucking. Oh, yeah. Whack-a-mole city. No way she's not doing the death becomes her thing. <laughs> or she has to go find Bruce Willis every time she gets cut. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's amazing. Wait. Okay. So so Kid Rock, uh, uh, how was Brad on that cruise? Uh, Brad wasn't on. That was a few years later. Oh, this we was at the concert. Back, this okay. was at the concert. Yeah. Wow. Because uh, doesn't Kid Rock, doesn't he famously have like little people around him and stuff? Oh, well, he had the one and then he died. And I think he tries to keep him away now because of the reminders. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, Wait, was it so? Was Brad there? Brad post? was. Oh no, he was super cool with Brad. I no, was but I mean, was had his friend passed? Oh, years was... ago. I mean, I think his kid or his kid C or whatever died right. in like the early aughts. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which I love the fact that we're in a generation that gets to say that. Me too. You remember back in the aughts? Back in aughts seven. <laughs> Dude, I, there's a there's. How do you feel about uh, cancel culture? And I know that's a big question. Let me get specific. How do you feel about being on stage with everything that's going on and when people say to you after or before a show, it's crazy you just can't say uh, say everything anymore? But you can say stuff. Uh, listen, they can dig up a bunch of stuff that you said from years ago. I think that shit's fucked up because that implies that no one can learn. Like, if you bring up a tweet from 2012... And they haven't said shit like that since. They probably learned a lesson yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, or if you do, and it's not like, shit, if I've got tweets from 20, 2002 of talking about anal beads. Yeah. And then they pull up this pod. Hey, fine. That's a pattern. That's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about it once 18 <laughs> years ago, and then now that is, you're right? obviously obsessed. Oh, my God. That's how people uh, associate it, right? Yeah, but I also think people are over cancel culture. I think it's kind of hit its peak. And yeah. I mean, people are always going to go at, like, you're always going to have a bad day. Like, if shit comes out, there's yeah. going to be the day it happened. Yeah. I think the real test is the next day. Have there been uh, treats or snacks that you've allowed yourself to uh, enjoy during the pandemic that you wouldn't normally? Uh,. Man, yeah, I did. Guy, but dude, I did buy a tub of pub cheese the couple weeks ago. What the fuck is that? It's oh, just, just like a, it's just like a dip. Like you can take crackers and it's like a whipped cheese that you can I just love that. Yeah, so like Velveeta? No, it's pub flavored. No, it's like a cheddar. It's like a whipped cheddar. Nice. 
And Cracker Barrel, not even a brand, I, just Ralph's Pub Cheese, <laughs> Gary's Pub Cheese. <laughs> there been, it is, baby. Oh, and I think that's no, that's it in the top left corner. That's the brand. Holy shit! Yeah, you can dip anything in that thing, huh? And uh, Triscuits are have a sturdy enough girth to where you can get in there with it. Okay, so it's not the smoothest of cheeses. It's no, but it's it's better than you know. Melting cheddar in the microwave. I mean, dude, there's yeah that you're... grease fest. <laughs> it looks like someone threw up cheese when you do that. Uh, I was telling you about uh, my uh, my Ralph's experience because I was telling you that I moved closer to um, the Rock and Roll Ralph's. Oh yeah, and you said you had some stories about this grocery store. I didn't realize how famous Rock and Roll Ralph's was. It's a goddamn freak show. It is it's what it is. It's I, I I used to hear stories about it, and especially late night. And, you know, I've been in L.A. now for 20 years and really, you know, 15 or 16 post-college where I lived in L.A. and experienced the grocery stores on the reg as far as like Ralph's. Down yeah. in the USA, it was more like Food for Less and um, uh, what were our stores? Even like, you know, I guess Ralph's still too, but just Ralph's wasn't, they were just closer ones that were just cheaper and yeah. more fun. I had buddies that even worked at some of them. And, and uh, But, but uh, the grocery store late night experience... Shit, I worked at Albertsons in high school. It was fucking late is weird. L.A. grocery store late, I feel like, has probably got to be the top of the mountain as far as, oh, like, absolutely. the chaos that, that ensues. It looks like a Skid Row concert got let out, and yeah. then they all decided to go shropping. <laughs> what is shropping? It's grocery shopping, <laughs> but they're all fucked up on meth, yeah. so they don't have time for all the words. <laughs> so they go shropping. What do you think a method is buying at 1230 at night? They're not buying anything. They're gotcha. just grabbing it and running. Well, I've done that. I was baked. I got banned from QFC for a year. For What's first, QFC? A grocery store. It's like a Safeway, Albertsons, Ralph's. Oh, okay. That sounds like some weird fight club. <laughs> Quality food centers. Oh, okay. For. Cool. <laughs> but it does, it's, it's a fat kid fight club. It sounds like Quincy Jones had a fight club. Coming to QFC, the coolest fight club I, ever. Uh, it was, uh, it's a yeah, it's a uh, fine grocery store. Got banned for a year from stealing. I got high as balls with my friend's friend from college. On weed or meth? Weed. Okay. First time did a gravity bong. <laughs> did like nine rips of this thing. Could not even walk, but somehow stumbled into a QFC. A gravity bong is basically being assaulted with weed smoke. Oh, it's, it should not ever be suggested unless you're... I don't know, just bought some anal beads and don't want to feel them upon entry. Can you not get weed in your body fast enough? Let's force it in. Dude, it was, it looked so fun and it was his friend. He didn't even smoke, by the way. And we went to her and it was like in a little kitchen and it, everything about it screamed single white female. And, and I, but I was just like, hey, college, right? Why is that rabbit in the, why is that rabbit in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, get so high, go to the grocery store. All I remember thinking was, I want a, a liter of cherry Pepsi and a loaf of bread at some point. I just knew how the movie in? just to <laughs> probably, <laughs> but I envisioned myself taking a big bite of the French bread, yeah. garlic bread, whatever those loaves that are on the rack at Albertsons. 
Mary, the ba- uh, bakery gal, would always roll out. She'd As opposed fucking... to the breads that aren't in the loaves? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean the long single ones. Oh, okay. Yeah. Those are French bread, yeah, for French sure. French breads or garlic breads. So I'd take a hot one of those with the fucking cold liter of Jerry Pepsi and just fucking... <laughs> You got it, man. Bite, swig, swig, bite. Sweet and savory. Rinse, repeat. A thousand percent. A high kid's dream, especially after he's been fucking forced weed down his pipe. <laughs> so I'm in there. Take it. Take I, the smoke. I, yeah. I go, I know how this movie's going to end. Uh, French bread, Pepsi. But what's happens in between? How are we going to get there? Why don't we go to the cookie aisle and open every bag of cookies and take one cookie from every bag? I was in the cookie aisle for, no joke, 20 minutes. I I don't know why I haven't tried to track down the security footage. There was at least six different people that walked down the aisle that walked past me and saw me doing it, and I would hear them laughing or whispering, but I was so fucked up. In my head, I was like, you're just jealous that you didn't think of this. Because you know you look like a chipmunk. You're just... Oh, I was, dude, I was a freaked out little squirrel just nibbling on, dude, we're talking Keeblers, Chips Ahoy, Nilla Wafers. Oh. I hit every type, the types of cookies that you don't recognize, the Auntie M's, the fucking ginger snaps, the 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 pies, whatever, one from each. I was just like, in my head, I was like, I'm going to be respectful, just take one. So then I do that, I go back, I'm finally done, I'm full, I'm like, it's French bread time, baby. I probably said that in my head, and I said... You probably said it out yeah, loud. <laughs> And that's like, with your arms over your head, like it's French bread time, baby. <laughs> with a liter of Pepsi between my legs, just thrusting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it was the thrusting of the cherry Pepsi between my legs that caught the security guard's attention, or the double dicking of French bread while screaming it's French t- French bread time, baby. So either way, uh, I'm drawing a lot of attention on myself. I go up through, uh, to the check stand. Then I see a fucking in the bakery, a little plastic thing in the, of the cookies. They've got all the cookies in the bakery. I'm still on a fucking on a cookie fix. I'm like, <laughs> clearly one a piece wasn't enough. I want now. I want to take some home with me. So I go into the bakery, open up a thing of plastic things, and just take out these big M M&M and cookies and start chomping down. <laughs> now a normal person would have carried that with them to the register. Nope, left it there. Then I, as I look up, as I'm closing it, struggling to close that plastic part, like closing it up, being like, there's two left in there. Someone's going to want that. <laughs> closing it up. As I look up, I just see two security guards standing yeah. there, just looking at me. I'm surprised it took him that long. A thousand percent. They probably had to call him in. Oh, and I just, <laughs> I just look at him and I go, gentlemen, turn around, not thinking anything's wrong. Just being like, these guys just, they, they didn't see that. Go to the register, pay for the bread, pay for the Pepsi. Walk out, and as soon as I literally the 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 doors open and I walk out, I just feel two bodies behind me, and they both grab me and they go, "You want to go pay for those cookies, son?" And I just go, uh, "I go, I've had a rough day." No. And I just started like <laughs> trying to like manufacture tears. They take me upstairs. <laughs> They're asking me for my ID. I'm like fucking freaked out. I'm like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get kicked out of college. I'm fucking. This is. Week one of summer break after my freshman year at USC. I'm like, there's no way I'm going back. This fuck, this is awful. I'm taking all my info. They take my ID. My friend and his friend, who I just hung with and t- taking gravity bongs in her fucking uh, Anne Frank kitchen. I'm, I'm sitting there and and uh, I'm upstairs and they're looking at me like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I don't know. I go upstairs. I'm like, am I gonna be arrested? They go, no, you were cooperating. And then they're like taking all my info. And this is how high I was. I had taken the cookies. 
with me when I walked. We I walked by the bakery to go up the stairs to the security office, grabbed the thing of cookies that I had set down, no, and didn't. took it upstairs with me. So they're questioning me, and I'm like, they're like, so what's your address? I'm like, two four one. And one of the guys goes, Are you fucking kidding me, dude? And I was like, What? He goes, You brought those cookies back up, and I go. They were right there when I walked by. Like, <laughs> Fuck yeah. And he was just like, dude. And I was like, I'm sorry, man. I'm fucked up. I took And then I started unraveling. And they're like, all right, all right, you're fine. I'm like, what's going to happen? They're like, you're probably not going to be allowed to come back here for a while. And I go, I live in LA anyway. And the guy was like, dude. And then the other guy was like, you're fucking making it tough for us. And I was like, <laughs> you know. So then I basically go back home and get a letter a, a, a week later that says you're banned from QFC for a year. And my mom opens it and just goes, and she didn't know I smoked weed at this point. Yeah. She's like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, I don't know. I don't it's political, mom. Yeah. It's political. <laughs> I made up some lie about how I, because it said like he stole bread, he stole this, whatever, and um, stole, you know, went through aisle one by one with the cookies. And uh, and and I was like, I just, I stole bread. And she's like, I can afford, I'm working three jobs to fucking buy bread because I'm just sticking to my story. So she didn't know I smoked pot. And then finally I just told her I smoked weed. And, and she, uh, she was so disappointed, but <laughs> but um, the point is vote, and the I think that this next vote. year, yeah, no, uh, but but rock and roll Ralphs, that yeah. was a long tangent, but the grocery stores, there's a lot that can go down late night is the point for sure, and you have been to this rock and roll Ralphs more than I have. I yeah. am now terrified of it because of the stories I've heard. Well, to the point now where it's the closest grocery store, and I drive like two grocery stores away to go to a nicer Ralphs. I go to the one in Studio City. Wow. Because it's like suburban. That is a great one, yeah. Like they have dishes and shit and flowers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so you can't buy flowers at the Rock and Roll Ralphs. Mm-mm. <laughs> it's too sad there. It's so, like, it's not clean. It's not. Like, I've never been to a grocery store where I was like, this place needs to be cleaned. Yeah, they're usually pretty good about that. Like, there's, I mean, and again, I know I worked at one for four years. I cleaned a lot of toilets, mopped a lot of floors. It smells like Guitar Center. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't smell like Guitar Center anywhere but that. Yeah, that's fucking like, grungy, grungy yeah. and filthy. Wait, you oh. even hear, like, guitar riffs <laughs> in the back for some reason? They can't even afford a soundtrack. Yeah. The, now, that's what I call Music 28 that loops in grocery stores. But also, yes, yeah, sometimes families will follow you to your cart. Okay, so that you've heard about this. That happened to me, where they just follow you, and they're like, hey, I see you with all your food there. Can we have some? And you're like, no, this is this is my food. I didn't buy extra food. I do that at Costco. You should be standing outside. They would have no chance at a Costco. Oh, you're fucked. Like, Parking no, lot's too I big. need a thousand cashews. <laughs> I have an addiction. I cut them up and I snort them. Oh, I love cashews. Uh, yeah, so so my uh, my girl got accosted. She called me. She goes, you need to come over here. Uh, there's a family that's been following me for 30 minutes, aisle to aisle. And this family, I rush right over because I'm like, I've never heard someone's voice tremble like this. She told me that she called her mom and her mom said, call me because uh, her mom had been you know, watch these crime docs and was like, there's a whole thing about like sex trafficking and these people that oh, follow yeah. young girls to out in the parking lots and will kidnap them. Yeah. And, you know, she's by herself. And, 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 uh, and so I get over there and I, I, I go where she is and she's like, they're right behind me in the checkout counter or in front of me now at this point. They were following her aisle to aisle for a good 30 minutes, which is crazy. That's 10 minutes of being followed. You're like, this is not normal, right? Yeah. Um, do you work here? Uh, and so, 
And so, uh, and you farted at least three times by then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, all right, I was gonna hold this till I got yeah. out, but this is for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I walk in and I immediately am like, what is this family gonna look like? And and dude, they looked like the family that would kidnap a person. They, oh, really? The, like they had trench coats and dark hats. The kid had a trench coat. The mom had like a weird, filthy hoodie. They all looked like they hadn't bathed in weeks. Yeah, and that's fine. Like fucking, I haven't. Yeah, no judgment there. For sure. And so, but, but. But she just said they fought her aisle to aisle. They got close to her at one point. They um, just every aisle they would. She was. They'd look at stuff that the fake looking at stuff. Yeah. Of items and peering out of the corner of their eye at her like they're whistling oh, for no reason. Hey, look at uh, bean. Beans are actually better for you than we than we thought. You know. Yeah. Just, they kept saying sex trafficking out loud. <laughs> Do what I did. If they were opening. Cookie bags and take them one at a time. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they would have like, been. Oh, less. it's just just another stoner. But they're looking at rice going sex traffic. <laughs> we could probably take her. We could probably You're take probably her. And push her. Two, three, you go. Push, push go. her into the Team chips, Steve. Push her into the chips. I'll knock her over the head with the salsa. Every single woman I know loves yeah. the crime docs. I know. And I can't like sometimes headline news will be like the channel that pops up when you turn on the hotel. Yeah. And that's always forensic files. Yeah. And just I'll be in the other room brushing or other room brushing my teeth, and you'll hear they came from the other side of the doorway. He was in the house the entire time. That'll fuck up my whole evening. It will, huh? That's four seconds. Could you imagine watching an hour of that shit? Fuck no. Just and women do it all the time. And then they're like, I'm just scared. I need to be on Zoloft. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> Or I Maybe can't watch sleep. less crime docs. Yeah, turn on some Scooby Doo. At yeah. least there's like, you know, a little more fun yeah. to the, uh, the. There's closure. That you know, doesn't you know, give you nightmares. Yeah, I never had a nightmare after a Three Stooges. <laughs> Not even a Shemp. Yeah. Yep. All right. Thanks for coming, Chris. No. <laughs> we just turn on a crime doc and watch. Sometimes it. conversations <laughs> just end. Uh, wait. What? Uh, do you ever, though, think about, like, so you were followed at a store by the people that wanted your food. If, have you ever thought about, though, because I immediately rushed in, saw this family, and yelled my, I was so fired up that I was like, I'm not going to attack them, but I beeline right to them, and I go, you guys want to stop fucking following uh, girls at the grocery store? Just, it, like, I'm causing a scene now in the rock and roll drop, people looking around, yeah. and they all just kind of go, like, they, they all... Didn't say anything. Yeah. Just the mom went like, <laughs> like that. Looked like the the foiled again. Yeah. <laughs> like the sex uh, trafficking. She looked like the uh, <laughs> the female villain in Goonies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the kid looked like Elijah Wood um, meets uh, Millhouse from The Simpsons, but uh, but give him a huge, huge coke problem. Okay. And also, tell so like Macaulay Culkin's brother from Succession. Got him. And then. We've got the dad who looks like Homer Simpson. Uh, so you were followed by the evil Simpsons. Dude, it or was... Or do you just start all character descriptions with a member of the Simpsons? <laughs> yeah. She wasn't a real Marge. She was more of a Lisa. She was, yeah, she was Marge's sister's sister. Uh, <laughs> she, it, she was the, per, the person that lived with... Marge's sisters and got secondhand smoke and then developed her own smoking habits. Okay. They all looked like they smoked. They what they looked just fucking like people that would that would kidnap someone. For sure. And when I when I yelled at them But not in a not in a timely manner, apparently. No. And when I screamed at them, the mom went <laughs> and the son just went like that, and the dad goes, None of them said anything. Yeah. Just stare downs of like 
Yeah, we were fucking following her. You're, for sure. Way to be on. Way to get here in time. <laughs> and so then I immediately turn around for a security guard and I yell. I start yelling at one. I was like, dude, you fucking need to follow those people right now. Like they're fucking following around. I'm just trying to spit out all the info. And he's like, all right, wait, wait, wait. so 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 on, so on. I go, no, you speed up and go that way. They're going to the elevator that goes up to the parking uh, roof. I'm like, they're clearly. And dude, they start to speed up with their cart. And I was, they just, it was so shady and like. I'm looking and I'm saying like I'm like oh what'd you get yeah is that what you needed or is is she what you needed is that is this gonna be enough to fill the void because you couldn't get a person today I'm just fucking say and people in rounds just like yeah, 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 yeah. and, and now like, you look like throw the, the crazy gum in there person. yeah now I look like I'm there to yeah, yeah. now I look like I'm there to, what are you uh, trying to eat people <laughs> you over there trying to eat people <laughs> fucking soylent green motherfuckers. I swear to God. What were you going to dip her in? You don't want any of this? And you just rip out your anal beads? He <laughs> <laughs> wants some of that. Security guard, give them to him. Throw them at him. Do something. <laughs> he wasn't, so he... They don't glow in the dark for shit. <laughs> <laughs> he, he very slowly chases, uh, walks to the elevator after he's like, so let me get, let me get this straight. He takes like a pad, so it's like drawn fucking, you know, Simpsons characters. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, dude... You know, and he just didn't go up there. And then another security comes over, uh, guard, and he starts actually trying to handle it. Goes up there. He's like, I didn't see anybody. Sorry. And go, follow, take. he's like, I'm gonna, let me walk you guys out. So we walk out. And, and you know, just fucking terrifying. She's shaking up. And and I'm, he's like, dude, I used to work at um, uh, two different prisons. And he's like, I've seen crazier shit at this Ralph's than I've seen at oh. jail. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, eh? Yeah, yeah. Right? Um. That's terrifying. And so then it also added more. And then they were like, man, I'm really sorry about the sex trafficking Thompsons. They, they, <laughs> they're we, try to, we try to get them out of here, but they're really good customers. They're loyalty they members. They a lot, dude. They really do. Well, they, they got so many people to feed. <laughs> like, even in shackles, they, they eat a lot because of the worry and That's the crying. <laughs> You'd be surprised how hungry you get when you're concerned about seeing daylight again. Or screaming for help. Just really, t- that's what that's what Gary says. Try screaming right now. See how t- Tell me you don't want to Powerade after screaming. <laughs> uh, now try that when you don't know if you're going to live. Like, you know you're walking out of here, probably. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. I. It's so fucked because that's, again, like to work there in high school and to not even know that that was ever a thing. Like, my thing at the grocery store was, was you know, it'd be late night. And it'd be I, there was one bagger and one checker and one night manager, and the checker would take a break, and then the night manager who was walking around doing big picture stuff would come to take over so he could take a break and be the checker. Yeah. And sometimes people would come shop really late. It's closing at midnight. People come eleven forty, and now there's twenty people. Some people with just cereal. Some people with a full cart because you're an yeah. asshole. Four and- young boys, each with a giant pack of toilet paper <laughs> for no reason. Oh, that was oh me. Oh, that was absolutely me. <laughs> And you would all, like, try to play it off. Sorry, it's taco night. And you're like, no, we're going to go get... Dave can't hold his shit. You fucking pussy, man. No, there's a girl that we hate. (laughs) Dude, we did that. And I went down there, and my night manager, uh, Eddie, at at the time, we went through there because in middle school, I lived in a neighborhood where there were a lot of the eighth-grade girls that myself and some other seventh-grade buddies would kick it with. And we all kind of had a girl that we liked, and some actually got to, you know, see that through. And, um, some. And, and yeah, yeah, I, the girl that I was into was just not into it. And, um, but uh, Aaron Zabukovec was her name. Probably still is her name. And so she... Uh, with, like, three hyphens? Oh, yeah. It was, and she was, like, 6'2", and I was when I'm slow dancing Probably still her. is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so she and the friends would always teepee my house, egg it, because I... 
I was the house in the neighborhood where the, all, a lot of them were at, so a lot of the guys would come to my place. Yeah. And I had bags of leaves, leaves that I would rake from the yard and then just leave the bags on the front yard to then take to the dump that weekend. And the day before my mom could take me to take the leaves, they would dump out all the leaves and then rip up newspaper shavings, egg the house, and teepee the house. And my mom would just wake me up and be like, Look, it's fucking, I, I get it, but go clean that shit up like yeah. right now. So I'm scrubbing egg off. Oh. They're driving away being like, and I'm just like, it's all good. I'll see you at school on Monday. You guys are hot. Thanks for hanging out for a little bit and not getting me off, you know. And so uh, they, so anyway, so I would I'll buy. I just use all this toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. So I would go to Albertsons later to get them back and we'd buy shit rounds of toilet paper. Oh, dude, I remember coming home from bowling with two of my buddies and catching these underclassmen. They were a one tree in. Like, maybe two rolls, and we pull up, and it turns into, like, a full-on car chase through the rural suburbs oh, of Kansas City. unbelievable. And we're talking peak 007 GoldenEye times. <laughs> so, uh, we're in my buddy's Acura Integra Coupe. Yes. We barely fit in it. Yep. My buddy is already the guy that, when he sees a movie, becomes the movie. So... He tells me to open up the glove compartment, and I, my hand to God, there are driving gloves in the GoldenEye soundtrack. <laughs> and he puts them on, and we go on 90 miles an hour through the backwoods back of fucking Kansas, yes. following these kids into their neighborhood. Ended up waking up a friend, full-on movie style, going, get up out of your car and block off one of the entrances <laughs> to your neighborhood. And sure enough, we pull up one thing, and there he is. And we all got out and just hugged and laughed. That's fucking And we were amazing. like, great car chase, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, we're on the phone with our buddy who got full on TP'd, and we hear his fucking 92 Camaro pull. <laughs> and he pulls up and he's like, who's cleaning my place? We're like, no one. Enjoy. <laughs> oh, my God. How? Wait, how... Did cops ever get involved? They're like, this part of town is No, it-, it was always revenge. Yeah. You always just got people back. Luckily, I never got hit. I was always the wheel man. My parents had a minivan and didn't give a fuck what I did at 2 o'clock in the morning. They that's, thought it was hilarious. That's amazing. Yeah. 2 o'clock in the morning in Kansas City, I feel like, is prime time for... Bars, bars are open till when? 2.30. Okay. But we lived out in the sticks. Oh, wow. Like, it was... A mile and a half of farmland in between every neighborhood. Wow. At least. Yeah, I had to drive 14. Like, I feel like an old man. I would have to drive 14 miles to get to high school. Wow. Yeah. Like, in four, sometimes in four inches of snow in my Honda Prelude, and they'd just be like, man, we drive trucks. It's cool. <laughs> I remember one time I had to put my car in a ditch because some idiot put his car in the ditch, and I couldn't get around him, and I got super mad at him. I was just like, I'm here because of your dumb ass. <laughs> Damn it, dude. You, you really got to want an ed- education to drive through the snow, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Do you, uh, you, have you, when, have you been back home since all this? Yeah, I went home for like nine days okay. and just drank. That's where you forget about the Midwest, it's especially times like these. They're like, about 6 p.m., people are cracking open beers yeah. and sitting out on the porch yeah. and fucking going my mom at 2 30 is cracking beers open should be dude but she doesn't she's like that person that can just have a beer an hour and just be fine meanwhile i'm like what's it hits your lips (laughs) do you think there's a is there a comedy club in kansas city that's getting going there's a couple of them i think they're at somewhat some capacity yeah i'm supposed to 
worked the improv in October. Sorry, okay. I had a minor heart attack. Okay. <laughs> I know, dude. This is the time too where, like, you know, it's like I'll get in COVID tests, and then like, you know, should probably go get a regular checkup. But for a while there, it was like can't even go to the doctor. Like I was just like, fuck. I better just not get hurt for a while because I guess. Yeah, I don't leave the house unless I have to. That way, like, if I don't take little risks, I can go take the big ones, like yeah. following boobs to a hotel room and doing whippets. <laughs> like, uh, do you? Are you think? Uh, well, speaking of shows, first of all, we need to uh, talk about your virtual show. Oh yeah, I got a big virtual show. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, I, I again, uh, why people should be even more excited for uh, virtual shows that are being done by people that are doing live shows. It's like, oh, cool, the the muscle, like, you're accessing and flexing the muscle that you want from the virtual show. Yeah. That you, because there's a lot of people that, again, aren't, uh, for whatever reason, deciding to go out and perform live uh, at comedy clubs. And I feel like you are at an advantage if you're doing that somewhat. And then you're, because A, you're, you're writing, you're performing, you're just, you're just more, you're getting more reps in and you're more um, polished and in the groove of things. And, and so... Tell everybody about this first. Well, so it's going to be, you got to go to rushticks.com. That's R-U-S-H-T-I-X.com. That's Chris Porter cam. Right there. You got to go right. to rushticks.com. I'm talking to you. Gage, is that it? Is that the Chris Porter cam? Yeah? Uh, All right. And uh, <laughs> it's $15, August 28th, 7 p.m. Pacific. That's 4 p.m. Eastern. And then you can fill it in, Mountain Central. Uh, <laughs> just do the math. <laughs> And it's just going to be a, ver- you know, it's going to be me doing my hour. And yeah. then also I get to hang out afterwards and I'll answer questions. Oh, fuck. There's yeah. like a forum where you can ask stuff. So it's even better than a live show because normally during a live show, if you asked a question, I'd tell you to shut the fuck up and make fun of your date or whatever. Adam and I have different comedic <laughs> styles where he wants the audience to give him stuff. And I'm like, if you say one fucking word, yeah. I will fucking punch you yeah. in the face. So. That's why we don't do a lot of work together. It confuses the audience. So, uh, but this one, obviously, uh, I'm going to do it. You'll be able to post questions. I'll be able to hang oh, out sick. afterwards. But it's also fun because a lot of places I can't get to. Like, if you've ever been on my Instagram going, why haven't you been to Salt Lake City? Well, fucking stop asking and go to RushTix.com. Yes. And I'll be in Salt Lake City virtually. Yeah. Uh, and the reason why I haven't been to Salt Lake City is because they haven't asked. <laughs> That's what I love about fans is yeah. they're like, oh, you just fucking hate it here? And you're like, <laughs> I've never been to Billings, Montana. Actually, I have. It's a beautiful town. Yeah. I've never been to Cheyenne, Wyoming. But as soon as they open a comedy club, I'll fucking be there. Yeah, right. You do not. You got to. There's no. I can't just show up. <laughs> I can't just show up. Not with that attitude. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, well, that's fucking dope. Um, and you said you you um, a new hour. Yeah, it's newish. I do some old stuff at the end. I used you to. You got so many what, hits. That's the thing is, for the longest time, I thought comedy, and I, th- I think it was for the longest time. No one wanted to hear the old stuff. Like it was kind of thought of as a low. Like it was like, oh, we're gonna hear that joke again. But then I saw Panette. I opened for Panette years ago, John Panette, and he did this thing where he would go. I have some friends in from out of town who asked me to do this old bit. I don't do it anymore, but here it is. And he would do the killer whale Chinese buffet joke. He had no friends from out of town, but he knew everybody loved it. And as soon as he'd start it, people would lose their goddamn minds. And so 
people would come up to me after the shows and be like, you didn't do Taco Bell or you didn't do Rape Nudge. And I would be like, fuck it, man. Let's see what happened. Oh, you know what it was? Burt Kreischer came up to me and was bitching about having to do the machine. I'm like, you don't have to do it. And he's like, watch this. And he went up. We're at his show. And he goes, how many of you need to hear the machine tonight? And it was fucking half the people. And I was like, and he looked directly at me from stage and goes, good to know. And I just went home and relearned Rape Nudge and the Taco Bell bit. And so now at the end, I'm like, here's a couple old bits. And it's crazy, dude. I'll, it's, I'll do the first line and people are like, yes, yeah. That's amazing. And you get goosebumps and shit. I got goosebumps. That's a fucking amazing. Dude, that's like, that's the equivalent of a rock star doing a, dude. just a, a fucking, a hit that is tried and true that doesn't get old that people want to hear. That's what they, they, I mean, deep down went there probably for that. Dude, and they, you see the mouth, the words. Wow. That's Sometimes crazy. they do the punchline right before you do and fuck it up and it's hilarious. <laughs> that's amazing. Dude. Yeah. That's, well, this is why I've always said that you are in the, uh, the top tier of, of the best in the biz working uh, because that's bonkers. Sorry, that was the grossest thing I've we'll ever done. We'll edit that out for sure. But there's um, <laughs> <laughs> actually, you know what? We'll edit that right after I wa- the single women that I watch, and then we'll cut to you going. <laughs> That'll just be the promo. Porter Porter, Guys, confess, <laughs> Porter confessions. That's just about the single women I watch. <laughs> Oh, dude. The and then anal bait. beads, anal beads. It's just me seeing anal beads yeah, over Yeah, well, it'll be a again. picture of you going like this and me going like <laughs> in the JPEG in the uh, thumbnail. And also, I'm pretty sure there'll be a gif made of me from the French bread thing. Me doing, <laughs> well, now there will. Now there will be. So oh, that's shit. the end of my career. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I will be going to Utah. Um, I... Uh, I all right. So rushticks.com. Rushticks.com. It's fifteen bucks, and that's just per screen. I think. So Where are you going to do the show from? Your home? I'm going to do the show from my house, Great. and uh, so you'll get to see my apartment. That's cool. Uh, yeah, uh, you'll just see all the women I watch. <laughs> and uh, wait, you got to get and my bit. anal bead collection. And the it's just callback, callback, <laughs> callback. And the uh, and the floor that I slept on in. Um, which I feel like every time oh, I've been no, on the pod. It's the, old, it's the old place. Oh, that, that's you right. You have to place. pass out of my new bathroom. Fuck, man. That's You'll have a lot more room, too. Again, I've blacked out, I think, four times. And I remember all of them because uh, I have injuries from all of them. <laughs> except for, I think, I- injuries or people around me that I still talk to to remind me of it. And uh, uh, But yours was the, the first. My um, favorite line. And also around like the first few times I think I kicked it with you outside of comedy. Yeah. Because well, I remember I felt very uh, embarrassed. Let's be fair. Um, we went to a free tequila night. Yeah. Where the tequila was free. Yeah. And it was, then we tried to eat. We were trying to be, I just, my favorite line of the night was me knocking on the bathroom door going, hey, Adam, you got to wake up. Holly needs to come in and throw up. <laughs> and you're like, cool, bro. I need four minutes. And Holly's like, I got you. I Yeah. <laughs> I think, but at one point I remember somebody came in, I think, to pee or wash their hands or something. Or, because I didn't move at one point when someone needed to come in. You were oh. like, I'm sorry, man, I got <laughs> one bathroom, Yeah, I got multiple friends, so I'm going to have to, <laughs> I'm going to have to. Well, you were so cool, but you're just like, oh, man, it's fine, I'll just slide over. <laughs> I hope it wasn't pee. I hope it was wash your hands. Yeah, I think, I don't know, I can't, I, honestly, dude, I couldn't tell you, but I, your, your, the floor was just, God, so cold and perfect, and uh, I'll never forget that. And the general, but also it was like, yeah, we drank so much, and then, and then you had such good, uh, such good pot, and whatever yeah. we had on the tube was fun. It was just when you have all the things lining up, the good hang, the good treats, 
the good space. You're in Hollywood. It's a weekend. You're like, I got... They were Hollywood nights. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm singing that. I'm like, I don't have to be Wolverine until 11 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> fucking... Were you still working at Universal at the time? Oh, yeah. No way. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did, wow. I did that up until... Well, Wolverine I did up until, I think, 2010 and then... I, or 2009. And then I was the Fear Factor Live and the New York Cop until, like, 2011. Wow. Yeah. And now look at you. <laughs> the New York cop was the best, though, because that's, you know, that's when you got, there's no, you're not from anything, I used to always say. So it's like, I could make, the bits were open-ended. I could uh. scream at John Stamos and, you know, as he's walking with a with his nephew and blow my whistle and say, hey, slow down, you're going too fast, cool guy. And have him just look <laughs> at me and go, nice. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, I get it, actor guy. You're trying to have a moment with me, you know? <laughs> Or, uh, I think you just slide him your script. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. I did, I, it's well, I, you and a monkey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy that you're here. I broke all and the, the time. And the monkey's by Dave Coulier. It's voiced by Dave Coulier. <laughs> He'd do it if that was the case. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I broke characters so many times to talk to like athletes like Greg Maddox and fucking uh, was with a bunch of kids and just licking an ice cream cone. And, and I'm just doing all these bits. And I remember I just remember him so vividly just like as I'm doing all these bits with the kids just being like him just like most people – just trying to get inside, just trying to look past the costume and be like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. You know, and just, and then look at that, and then also, look at me. This poor bastard. Yeah. <laughs> is that Greg Maddox? Yeah, in my head. <laughs> and so he's like doing that. It sounded like the guy who was about to kidnap my girlfriend at Ralph's. And so he's, <laughs> and so he's looking the, the ice cream cone, and then, uh, and then I just come over to him. I go, dude, I go, I just fucking, it's a real honor. Just you're a fucking goddamn legend. He's like, thanks, man. He goes, you allowed to break character? I go, it's fucking doesn't matter, dude. Like, <laughs> it doesn't I go, matter. I get, get, get fired. I go, look at what I'm wearing right now. He's like, all right, cool. He's like, all right, cool. He's like, thanks for making the kids laugh. I was like, yeah, man, it's fucking my job. You know, yeah, thanks yeah. for being great. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's my job. <laughs> it's, my, it's my, yeah. You know, Hall of Fame, no big deal. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, he is, huh? Yeah. No, they every they talk about him like every game. It's like every time he paint the corner, they're like just like Maddox. Fuck. Would you get a cardboard cutout in, in uh, baseball in the uh, in the crowd? Have you thought about it? Yeah, I thought about it, but I'd want it to be I'd want it to be right behind the plate. I'm that vain. Oh no, you ha- what's the point of doing it if it, you can't? There's be a seen? bunch of people that are like, oh, you'll see it one time when they come out to relieve the pitcher. Oh God. Yeah, no, I want to be right behind there, but also, you know. I'd probably like hold up a sign that says Andy sucks. <laughs> so that like that, just be a burn on my sister every time she watched the Royals. That's brilliant. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I thought about, uh, uh, well, basketball has the digital thing. You can like zoom yourself in. Yeah. Which seems kind of cool. But that also seems like that's just a recipe for disaster. Like some, some guy, it's, it feels like it's got chat roulette written all over it. You know oh, what I'm saying? Absolutely. Where like you can't, I don't know how, who's controlling the board for the digital things, but at some point, they're going to, like, swap in. The way on Chat Roulette where you just be like, okay, dick, 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 dick. <laughs> hey, what's up? What's your name? Uh, Emily. Wait, my brother wants to say something. Uh, dick. dick. Yeah. Like, oh, so dude, you're like, who's That's run-? not your brother. <laughs> God, I hope that's not your brother. <laughs> and then, like, who's going to be, like, it'll be Paul Pierce. And then, like, even when they, on the screen I was watching, it was, like, somewhat pixelated. So I'm, like, just waiting for it to, to sh- like, you know, shake off. And then somebody just jumps in. and Oh, the worst, especially in baseball, is now they have call-ins. They have, oh. like, people call in, like, via what? FaceTime. What? Yeah, I was watching a game. They had Dave Roberts call in, and dude was in the car, like, heading somewhere. <laughs> He's just like, hey, what up, Dave Roberts? He's like, oh, I'm just going to go pick up sugarfish <laughs> for the wife. 
And then I forgot I had to do this thing. So what's going on? Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't even know if they're going to finish baseball, dude. How are the Royals? All right? They're COVID. <laughs> and that's how we're wrapping it up. Guys, go to RushTickets.com. Rush Ticks. Rush Ticks. Yeah. It T-I- was, T-I-X. T-I-X, yeah. Uh, Rush Limbaugh got Rush Tickets. <laughs> Ditto's Rush. Go fuck yourself. Uh, uh, on Instagram and Twitter. I am Chris Porter. One of the funniest guys in the world. I love you, man. Love you too, brother. Um, I forgot your your Casey Hatton shirt that I bought two years ago now at spring training. That I, yeah, fuck. Well, well now I have to come over and see the new place. There it is. Boom. I love that. Uh, RushTix.com. I am Chris Porter on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, specials and albums out everywhere. Amazon Netflix, Prime. Amazon. All three of them. Fuck yeah. Um, Suck it. I don't know. Edit that out. <laughs> no, we got to bring back suck it. You know, and I feel like if you steal someone's anal beads, that's what you say to them. <laughs> okay. No, I think that's... you. So, I mean, you steal their anal beads yeah. and you look at them and you're like, suck it. <laughs> well, and, then, and then the person and goes, like, wait, me or the, the beads? Are you, <laughs> are you saying is this... Either way, I'm out. <laughs> but it's just a weird thing for you to say holding anal beads. <laughs> What isn't weird to say holding anal beads? Let's anal- cut to a clip. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>the truth never gets old introducing june's journey the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery join june parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s with new chapters added every week the excitement never ends download june's journey now on your android or ios device or play on pc through facebook games